0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Digs and Distance Football Podcast. This is your host, Elijah Lippert, also affectionately known as Franchise. This is your Super Bowl Sunday edition, and Colton and I look forward to breaking down the game, giving our predictions, and talking some other newsworthy things what we think will happen with aaron Rodgers. talk about the vikings defensive coordinator hire uh well we plan to put together a good show for you to, and hopefully you'll enjoy it and thanks as always for listening hello hey colton how's it going this morning it's going good all right. So to recap the conference championship games. First off, we had San Francisco at Philadelphia. Philadelphia was favored by two and a half. Philadelphia won thirty-one to seven. <laughs> Noah had Philadelphia to cover. Colton had Philadelphia by five for two points. Ethan had San Francisco by three and a half for three points. So he did not get that, obviously. I had Philadelphia to cover it, and Scott had San Francisco for double uh, by one point. So Noah got a point, I got a point, and you got two points in that one. And then we had Cincinnati at Kansas City. Kansas City was favored by one and a half. Kansas City won 23 to 20. Noah had Cincinnati in the upset for double. Colton had Cincinnati by three and a half for three point. Oh wait, yeah, you did go Cincinnati, right? That was correct.
1: Yes. I yeah, think yeah, you were yeah.
0: back on it at first, and I started writing Kansas City, and then you said Cincinnati. So no, I, no, I, I no. just wanted, I just wanted to clarify, but like I, I thought,
1: I thought. Think you misunderstood when I when I wanted to change the spread. I think you thought I wanted to take Kansas City, and I and I right. and I went with Cincinnati.
0: Well, anyway, I had Cincinnati down in the end, but I also wrote K- and then I scribbled no. it out. So I just wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Colton had Cincinnati by three and a half or three points. Ethan had Cincinnati by three and a half <laughs> or three. Points. I had Cincinnati for double. And Scott had sent today for a double. So nobody got. So that leads us to the updated standings going into the Super Bowl. Scott is fifty three. Ethan has fifty five, Colton has fifty five. I have sixty two. Noah has sixty three. And because of the close race, I'll explain when we do the picks. Um, what we have in place in case Noah and I would happen to tie with that said we have the Super Bowl Super Bowl Sunday and we of course have Kansas City and Philadelphia Philadelphia is favored by one and a half points and Noah took Philadelphia to cover he's the only one who has texted so far, but obviously they have plenty of time. And what are you going with, Colton?
1: Oof. I I am half tempted. I was mulling this. I was going back and forth. I was like, okay, I need points. I was like, hmm, maybe I could, maybe I could potentially get 10 points out of this. And I was like, no, that's way too big. I don't think anybody's going to... I don't think Kansas City is going to be able to get any ten points. Neither would the Eagles. Um, uh, what can I move it for that though?
0: Okay, hold on. So they're favored by one and a half, and we do it in increments of two. So, um, so hold on. So they're favored by one and a half. You're saying if you were go to go all the way for ten points just uh, because you're asking in that scenario, correct? Yes. And, and you got to and...
1: move it.
0: You got to move it in increments of two. So two times.
1: And mind you, this would be for Kansas City because I honestly don't think the Eagles would win. They can, but. I, just I believe
0: if my math is correct, which it usually is, you'd have to take Philadelphia by 19 and a half points.
1: What about, okay. sir, what about for KC?
0: So because KC is the... Uh... Hello? Yeah, no, I'm here. Um, I'm just doing the math again. So because KC was the underdog... You'd only have to take them. So if you take them by one, it's already doubled the points. And then, again, increments of two from there. So one point. By one would be for two. Um, and then you'd need eight more points. So you'd have to take Kansas City, I think, by 17 in the upset?
1: I'm doing that. I am going to take Kansas City for 17. And I, I honestly hope that happens because if that does, I would win the pick segment because Noah has 63, correct?
0: Currently, yep.
1: Yeah, I, I am – I'm going to go for Broke, and I'm going to do that.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to go similar to Noah. I'm also going Philadelphia. However, I'm going to move the line to three and a half. So if Philly wins by at least three and a half, then I'd be getting two points. And because of that if that happens no one i would be tied so what we have agreed to do in case of a tiebreaker is predict the final score and whoever gets closest to the final score will win um and this is for me and noah because we're the ones battling right now um so, anyway, I don't know Noah's score prediction yet. I made mine, though, and I'm going Philadelphia to win 27 to 21 was my prediction. So, we're doing that in case of a tiebreaker, and then whoever gets closest to the score, uh, combined score, will win. If if in case of a tiebreaker. Now, because Noah took Philadelphia to cover if Philadelphia wins but but by, by less than three and a half, then Noah just outright beats me by one. If KC wins, obviously Noah still wins. Um, unless KC blows him out, then Colton has a chance. Um, or, and we'll see how, what other people pick. So that's where we sit. Um, I have to hope Philadelphia wins by at least three and a half, and then that I'm... The closest score. But anyway, it's a fun year. I think this is the first year we've needed a potential tiebreaker since we started doing the since we started doing the podcast. So uh, because Colton won the first two years, Ethan won last year, and now it's looking like it'll be no RME, but you never know. Crazy things can happen. Um, The reason, though, I want to get into the game a little bit, and then I know Colton has other topics to get to this morning as well. The reason I'm taking Philly is it's hard to bet against Mahomes, absolutely. Um, I love watching Mahomes play. With that said... I think Philadelphia has the better complete team. They still have a very dangerous offense. As we know, they're two of the best offenses in the NFL, if not the two best. Um, but also Philadelphia has a better complete defense, in my opinion. And they get after the quarterback. And I know Mahomes is obviously playing. I don't know if he's fully healthy or not. Um but I like Philly's D-line against Kansas City's offense line. I do like that matchup. Um, I, I'd love to see Kansas City win. I know it would mean I wouldn't win uh, this pick segment, but I can't stand Philadelphia fans. It's nothing against the players. I get, you know, just because their fans are terrible, it doesn't necessarily mean the players act the same way, and I'd hope they don't but still it puts a bad taste in your mouth when you have fans that are just that terrible. And I'm sure you could agree with me to a degree on that Colton. Like, yeah. So anyway, I mean, Jalen Hurts is fun to watch. Philly is fun to watch. I just don't like them at all with how terribly their fans act. Uh, so I'd love to see Casey win, but like I said, I think Philly has the better complete team. So because of those reasons, I'm taking Philadelphia. Uh, Like I said already, for two points by three and a half. You got anything to add on that?
1: Mahomes is the next Tom, fake goat, Brady. And I say that because a lot of people are saying that Mahomes, now that fake goat has retired, I'm sorry. And I think I might bring something up. That I brought up in, I want to say our group text, and I know you uh, lashed out, not lashed out, just disagreed with me on that. But honestly, I, I honestly think Mahomes can be the next Tom Brady, but there's something different about Mahomes. Mahomes doesn't cheat to win. Mahomes actually wins games. Mahomes hasn't had to cheat. Tom Brady had to cheat. And I'm sorry, but if Tom Brady licks it into the Hall of Fame, yeah, I, I might be the only one to say, well, he cheated. Why didn't um, Oh, crap. I'm drawing a blank. Who did I bring up? Um, there were two baseball players I brought up, and... They obviously had steroids and don't. I'm not trying to compare cheating in that type of way to Tom Brady, but I'm just saying I I can tell I'm not the only one, and you disagree with me on that, but I know I'm not the only one to say this, but if Tom Brady makes it in to a Hall of Fame, he cheated to make it into the Hall of Fame, as in he cheated to win a couple Super Bowls. And I'm not trying to compare the two baseball players I brought up in my argument. And I can't remember the names either. You still there? Joe?
0: No, I'm still here. I was letting you finish. Go ahead. So, no, Brady is the GOAT most... Most people in the sports world (laughs) consider him the GOAT, even announcers call him the greatest of all time, et cetera, et cetera. With that said, I mean, is it possible somebody could potentially pass him, including Mahomes? Yes, it's possible. Um, Mahomes has already accomplished a heck of a lot early in his career, so it's possible. I do know it's very hard to get to as many Super Bowls as Brady did, but you know there's guys out there who are off to a good start in their young career so I'm not gonna say it's impossible somebody else could get to that many rings uh until somebody does though or at least gets close to as many rings he's still gonna be the goat in my opinion but anyway um did you have anything else on the game itself though I kind of gave my Opinion of why Philly will win. But have anything else on the game before we get to the next topic?
1: No, I don't have anything else. I think it will be a good game. But I honestly think Kansas City is going to win. And hopefully they win by 17 so I can get my third pick segment championship. Because, you know, I am the GOAT in this. this. I'm the only one who has won it back-to-back years.
0: It's early, but yes, you're correct. I will give you that all right. What topic do you want to get into first? I know you had a couple of them.
1: Let's get into the D coordinator situation for the Vikings, and I have hey,
0: what, a... you, what you got for me. You start us off since you want to talk about it, and then I'll uh
1: take know, you back
0: that, so to speak.
1: I know you guys had a self target defense and somewhat good defense, but this is kind of a hot take. Honestly, I don't like the move of them getting rid of their D coordinator, and here's why: you had some rookies that were injured and out for the entire season, correct? I know you guys had some rookies. Am I wrong, Elijah?
0: No, we had. Uh, yeah, we had a couple guys go down quite early. Um, Lewis, seeing the rookie safety, uh, then we had Andrew Booth at corner who. Um, Barely played at all and got hurt. And then a Caleb Evans, who actually looked quite good at first, even though he was, uh, I think, a third or fourth rounder at corner. But then he got three concussions, so he was shut down, too. Um, Evans played the most of any of the three and looked promising tell his concussions. Um, I still have high hopes for Booth and Scene, especially Lewis Scene and – our new defense because i think with his athletic ability which he's supposed to have i think if you look at brian flores's history and how much he likes to blitz including safeties i think it's going to be a really good fit for lewis scene as long as he's healthy so i think he could potentially excel in this defense the other funny thing is Going into the Giants game, and actually the end of the year, too, my dad and I were both saying, why does Ed Donatel never bring Harrison Smith into the box anymore? Because Mike Zimmer used to use him very well in safety blitzes, etc., and he was good at it. And I get our secondary sucked this year, so it might have been they didn't trust guys to be in single coverage. Okay, I do understand that, but... um, If you get enough pressure, you sometimes can make up for that. But we're going to see how good our Cardinals are this next year because they're going to be in man, I think, quite frequently with how much Flores likes to blitz. But you can hurry up a quarterback and still make up for it once in a while too. So anyway, I am excited to see what they do with Harrison Smith. I'm hoping they'll bring him in the box more because he used to be very good at it when they used him. In that role, uh, Lewis seen I think could excel in similar spots, so I am excited about that. But yeah, yes, like I said, we had three different rookie defensive backs go down. So
1: okay. that, that's not part of my hot take. I just want to make sure you guys have rookies. You guys have a bunch of veterans who are play, who played in a new. A new defense like they are going through this upcoming year and they're trying to get used to the defense and I know it takes time but let me be on it let, let me be real for a minute honestly I think I would have given him one more shot one more year to see if he can actually have a good defense because for the simple fact He's new to this off. He's new to this defense, and he's new to these players. And these players are trying to get used to playing in whatever coverage or whatever you want to call it. What he plays in for defense, what he puts in for defense, and I granted you can make the argument. You guys have. So- self-tar defense last year, your defense didn't help you out in certain areas and certain games and stuff. But again, my hot take is I would have given him one more year because these players are trying to get used to playing in this defense. And I want to get into my Packers, not quarterback. Um, I want to get into Joe or whatever his name is still there I this. Our can I
0: say one more thing while we're on the Vikings and then we can switch over okay. so, so I get what you're saying absolutely and a lot of years I'd be tempted to give a guy another year after only one year with that set up <laughs> I was ready for him to be fired I don't think it's all his fault um I think some of it, especially with the injuries to our rookies, was personnel. But at the same time, I do think a lot of it was play calling, just calling bad plays at wrong times, et cetera. So I'm not putting 100% blame on Donatil, but I definitely think, uh, you know, no matter who we have in the secondary next year, it'll be an improvement with Brian Flores. Uh, we'll, see, we'll see how much of a jump we make, but I and I know it's changing a defense again, although I think, well, here's the interesting thing about Flores. I've heard that he's ran both a 4-3 and a 3-4 in the past. So it'll be interesting to see what one he goes with. If they stick with the 3-4 just because they implemented it just this last year. Or if they go back to a 4-3. But either way, I do think we'll be an improved defense. How much of a jump, we'll have to see. And on that topic, granted, this would be a great problem to have. Because it would. this is speculating, of course. It would be a great problem to have but I truly believe if we make a big enough jump on defense Flores is going to be a head coach again as soon as next year if I mean after this coming year I should say if if we make a big enough jump with how bad our defense was I think he'll have a good chance to be a head coach again in which case we'd be looking for another defensive coordinator again but if we're in that boat, I'd be okay with it for the f- simple fact that I think if he's getting a head coach opportunity, that's going to be a resembling – or it's going to look good. That we, Chances are we probably greatly improved on defense.
1: He already had a couple of interviews before he took the Vikings job for head coach. Um, yep. If- If you guys have the same injuries and same problems like you guys did on defense, do they get rid of Flores? Probably not because Flores has that resume. Flores has a couple, couple rings, something that Vikings fans and Vikings in general don't know what that is. They don't know what a ring is.
0: I think he'll have a little longer leash because of his reputation, but with that said, I'd be shocked if we don't improve. What, how much we improve, we'll have to see. But I'd be shocked if we're just as bad.
1: And if you guys are just as bad, are you going to have that same 50 blame as you did for Ed Donatil that you will for Brian Flores? Or are you going to be... Or are you... I'm trying to walk the line here. Now, be rude about this. Are you going to give... Brian Flores, the same leash that the Vikings are might give Brian Flores if that happens this year.
0: I'd say it's gonna depend on how it all looks. Also, it's gonna. I think part of it will depend on overall record. Granted, we won thirteen and four and still fired Donnell, but I think part of it will be record and how it looks on the field. If we're leaving guys as open as we did with playing this soft defense as we did, and we're never blitzing, which I don't see happening because Flores is known to blitz a ton. But if all things are equal, then, yeah, there's possibly a chance he'd get fired too. But I still think they'll probably give him a little longer leash. But like I said, I'd be very surprised if we don't show some improvements on defense.
1: Yeah. The thing that I'm shocked about is I honestly – I Honestly, am hoping the Packers get rid of Joe Barry just because he's in the same boat as Ed Donatil last year. But granted, our defense looked good for, what was it seven, six or seven games after the bye? Like right after the bye, our defense started looking good. But honestly... I think I'm ready to move on from Joe Derry, and I'm going to give credit to our special teams coordinator. He's very good. I knew he was good coming when they hired him, and I think you praised Green Bay for hiring him away from the Raiders, and I think I've heard that he's had a couple job interviews and I honestly hope that we don't I honestly hope that he stays in Green Bay because he honestly helped out our special teams a lot this year.
0: Yeah, I did say that it was a very good hire in the moment. Um, And obviously I was right about that. I mean, he went on to be interim coach, you know, when when Gruden got fired and I honestly thought he should have, stuck around as head coach. I thought he deserved that opportunity with the improvement they showed, but they went a different direction and he went back to coaching special teams like he did before and was very successful at it. Uh, so, yes, I respect him a lot and I thought it was a very good hire for sure when they hired him. And I told you that, like you just said, so. Give
1: credit where give credit credit's due and I I like him and I hope he sticks around. And like I said, he's he, our special teams was very good last year. What we had was it three kickoffs return for a touchdown? I know there was a lot. And yet our uh, kick returner did not get uh, uh, an award. The person who did was Cardell Patterson and Cardell Patterson didn't have as many kickoff returns for kickoff returns as the Packers and Vikings kick returner. He only had what what did I see? I think two hundred and some some low number and I'm like, seriously? Come on now.
0: The only uh the only thing I don't know because I didn't see the stats did he have less return opportunities at all or do you know like yes, if you was, frankly, if you, so what i'm getting at is did he maybe have an eye even though he had less returns because maybe he didn't get as many opportunities to return it did his overall average was that better per return than the other guys no, or not
1: no it was low oh. it was like the stats for your guys' kick returner and ours were much higher than his. He, like, even was, per,
0: even he, per return, not, not just total yards. You say per return it was lower?
1: Yes, because oh. we were ranked – our guys were ranked higher, including yours, than him on, on, like, stuff like that. And I'd have to go back and look and find it. But I'm, I know for a fact – the Packers kicker returner had more yardage and stuff like that than Cardell Patterson and so did the Vikings kicker returner too. <clears throat> Are you looking yeah. at all?
0: No, I'm yeah, I'm going through in a minute, but um While I look that up so that you can talk so we just don't have dead silence because it will mute me, I was going to bring up one more topic while I look that up quick because I'm curious (laughs) what the difference was. And I know we've talked about this before about how receivers hardly win, hardly ever win MVP, but I'm curious what your thoughts are like. I think Jefferson deserved Offensive Player of the Year. But I think it's funny how Mahomes, even though he's offense, he's an offensive player of wins Most Valuable Player, but doesn't even win Offensive Player of the Year. I just think it's funny how that sometimes works. So um, I'm curious your thoughts on that. I know, and I know they almost always give it to a QB, but it's just interesting to me that yes, Mahomes won MVP, and I'm not even necessarily, but. I just think it's interesting how that works sometimes. That even though he's on offense, he doesn't win Offensive Player of the Year, but yet wins MVP. So I'm just curious your take on that.
1: He finished second behind Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson outbeat him for Offensive Player of the Year. And I, I, I don't know how many votes Mahomes had, but honestly, I think Mahomes deserved MVP. And I. And to be honest here, holy crap. Holy crap. Um, I'm, I'm, um, uh, dude, I am looking at stats right now and Mahomes stats are a lot better career overall than Tom Brady's career overall stats, like percentage wise. They just brought that up.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, Brady, Brady played a lot longer. So, I mean, we'll see how long Mahomes plays and over time, if anything diminishes. But like I've already said, Mahomes is very good. And in my opinion, he's the best quarterback in football currently. So, yo, um, let me get not...
1: back to the MVP con- the conversation you brought up. Honestly, Justin Jefferson had a good year. And he, he's very good. He'll win MVP sometime before he retires. Hopefully. Um, It's hard because I can't argue with I can't argue with Mahomes winning MVP. And I hear you on him not winning Offensive Player of the Year, but Let's be honest. If Mahomes won both of them, would you disagree with one with one of them, like MVP or Offensive Player of the Year? Would you make you can make the case that Justin Jefferson could win both? But let's say Mahomes won Offensive Player of the Year, and obviously he won MVP. But would you make an argument that Mahomes shouldn't have won one of them?
0: That's a good question. Probably, I'd like to say no. Um, Now, if I thought Jefferson or a receiver truly deserved MVP one year, I'd maybe make an argument they should have won both. But in the large scope of things, no, I don't think I would if I thought somebody deserved to be MVP. Because like I said, it gets back to what I was just saying. To me, it just doesn't make a lot (laughs) of sense that if you're an – offensive player and you win most valuable player of the whole league but you, you but you don't even win offensive player of the year that just seems weird to me is all I'm getting at um, again, again there's
1: probably a reason Mahomes didn't win offensive player of the year and it's probably the argument that I'm making right now because I'm pretty sure some people would be like oh Mahomes shouldn't have won offensive player of the year or he shouldn't have won the the MVP or something like that. This other player should have won Offensive Player of the Year or this other player should have won MVP or something like that. Because in my opinion, and and I think I said this two weeks ago to the day, honestly, if Jalen Hurts did not get hurt in this two games, I honestly think Jalen Hurts would have won MVP. And if he would have, I'm pretty sure Mahomes would have won offensive play. Yeah,
0: that's, that is possible.
1: There's always going to be an argument if a player wins two awards. I shouldn't say always. There's going to be an argument or something like that where someone or some people or something like that are going to say, oh, you shouldn't have won this. This other player. Should have won
0: that. Right. All right. You have any other topics? I'm I'm trying to look at the most reliable source because I've seen a couple of contradicting things on the kick return thing. So I'm gonna check one more place that I know to be reliable. So if you have anything else to talk about, go ahead and I'll listen and then I'll chime in as soon as I'm done.
1: I need I know this is a football podcast, and I'm going to bring this up one time. What are your thoughts on LeBron winning, LeBron getting most points? I know you and I agree that MJ is obviously the GOAT because he has more rings than LeBron. And honestly, you can't even make an argument that LeBron is the GOAT. But what's your thoughts on him getting most points?
0: Yeah, I'll just say congratulations to him. Minus the flopping, which has gotten really bad the last few years. I've always liked LeBron. I've always enjoyed watching him. Um, But no, MJ is still the GOAT, in my opinion. LeBron, don't get me wrong, he's accomplished a heck of a lot at a very high level. He's also had crazy longevity, which is part of the reason you, you know, break records. Uh, which is no disrespect to him; it's actually a compliment to him that he's, you know, been able to play as long as he has. So, congratulations to him. Um, it's a huge accomplishment, no matter what. Um, I will stick with the fact that MJ is the goat, in my opinion. But still, it's a big accomplishment. So, congratulations to him.
1: I honestly hope that. Steph Curry, and I think Curry has three three rings, correct? Am I wrong? Elijah? I have
0: to double check, but I'm, I think you're correct on that.
1: Because I am a Golden State fan, as you know, and I follow them but I'm pretty sure Curry has three, and I honestly hope with all the stuff Steph Curry has done recently – most threes and stuff like that. And people are actually putting him ahead of LeBron in the conversation. I find it kind of funny and I'm laughing because honestly, you can make a case for LeBron, but again, my argument has and always will be MJ has more rings, but I honestly hope Steph Curry can pass LeBron and MJ and potentially be considered the GOAT because, I honestly like Steph Curry and I like how he plays, and I hope he wins more rings, plural. But that's about all I got. <clears throat> and going back to football, I By the way, have... Curry has
0: four rings oh, wow. 2015, 20, 2017, 20, yep. 2018, 20, and 22. In last year, yep.
1: I kind of figured, I forgot that he won another one. Um. Going back to football, I am struggling with this topic, and I'm struggling with saying this out loud. I hope and pray that the Packers do not get rid of Rodgers, and I hope and pray that Rogers does not leave the Packers but from what I've been reading and stuff I've been seeing, people think that that might happen. I'm still sticking with it, and I think you can tell that I'm struggling to say that. I hope the Packers don't get rid of him. Get rid of him. But today they uh, or I read an article today this morning that if Rodgers wants to leave, that they can, that they'll work with him. But the, he's going to have to rework his contract. And I find that kind of funny because I think there's a cat pit for him. If, but he's making, what, $59, $58 million dollars this year if he stays with Green Bay. I hope that happens. And honestly, can the Packers seriously make a good trade demand for Devontae Adams and what could they give up and honestly I think Jordan Love going into this year is a free agent or they have to pick up another year on his contract and I don't see that happening
0: Can I ask you a question Yes. on this topic so just out of curiosity. And I know you don't want Rogers leavings, but this this is just a hypothetical here. If the Raiders would be interested in trading for Rogers to you know bring him and back up with with Adams uh, Devontae Adams. Yep, that's what I was getting to. Would you have any interest in Derek Carr coming back to Green Bay as part of the trade, or would you be ready to roll with Jordan Love and or draft a quarterback? I'm just curious. If if they made a trade, this is only if they make a trade. I get it. But would you have any interest in Derek Carr being part of that trade, or would you want to either roll with Love or bring in a rookie quarterback? Draft one.
1: There's no okay. step on, no... No, nothing against Carr, but honestly, I there's just something there's something about it that's telling me don't take Carr, don't. And I don't know what it is, but there's he hasn't played up to the level that he did in 2016 when he went down and got hurt. And I believe you guys possibly could have made. The Super Bowl that year, but there's just something that's telling me don't take car. I don't know what it is, but I would like to see them draft a QB and get because there's pretty good cute. There's a good QBs in this draft class this year that honestly I would like to see them get.
0: By the way, I found our answer. So Patterson only had nine total returns because they must have kicked it away from him a lot. But as far as actual average in those nine returns, he was higher per return than both Wangro for the Vikings and your guys' guy for the Packers. Okay. But the the average... Granted, again, it was only nine returns, so it was a small sample size. But in those nine returns, he averaged 31.6 yards a return.
1: Oh, okay. But still, I,
0: I just... Including a 103-yard touchdown.
1: an <laughs> averaged,
0: averaged 28.8, but he had 35 returns. So he had a bigger sample size, but... By far, but averaged 28.8. And Wang Wu averaged 26.3 on 35 returns. And all three of them had one touchdown apiece. So
1: I do have a question for you. If, yeah, let's just say, <clears throat> the Packers keep Dodgers, do you see them getting rid of Love? And if that and if that happens, do you, where do you see him signing? And do you see the Packers drafting a quarterback? And let's say Rodgers likes this next up-and-comer like he did love. And let's say Rodgers is like, okay, I think you guys are set with quarterback. He retires next year. Not this upcoming season, but the following season.
0: Um, I think if they keep Rodgers, Love is gonna stick around. I, I, is it possible they draft another quarterback a little later in the draft? You know, in case Love doesn't cut it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think if Rodgers is here. Me? Yeah, 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 Sorry, I think I accidentally pushed the X. I didn't mean to. All right, <laughs> so. Anyway, um, t- back answering your question, is it possible they draft a QB a little later? Yes, I don't, I don't see them if Rodgers is there drafting a quarterback early in the draft, though. I don't see that happening.
1: And Stranger Things has happened, and they've done that, but that is true. That is true. Um.
0: Now honestly I think if they do draft a quarterback early it's more of a sign that they may not love.
1: And and I agree with that but if they draft a quarterback in like the first round cuz I think we got a pick in in the first round and I think it's in in the lower 20s or in the teens I can't remember where we draft um but if they draft the quarterback high again, like they did, it's not. I don't think it's a spite on Rogers, and I don't think Rodgers should take it as that. I think you should take it as okay. They don't have faith in Jordan Love, and I agree with that, or something like that. But honestly, look at wide receiver finds. If you like someone. Draft him in the first round. We need a wide receiver. I don't know how many times I have to say this, and there's, I've been saying it every single year since people have brought it up. We need a wide receiver, especially after losing Adams. But our, our rookie wide receivers last year played very well. I don't know if they draft a wide receiver. I think they stick with The current wide receivers we have, I could see them drafting an O-line or going going to the defense again because, honestly, our defensive rookies played very
0: well last year. What was that last part?
1: I said our defensive rookies played very well last year.
0: Yeah. That's the other thing you were talking about, Barry. But they've already announced, or Lafleur has already announced, he's coming back next year. So,
1: I there's just something about him. I don't know what it is, but our defense, our defense was in the same boat as you guys, and I just don't understand why we're sticking with him. It's probably because of the rookies or something, but I, am I missing something? <laughs> I'm yeah, just, I don't know. I I'm just not as high as high on him as I was before, and I think it's just because we had high expectations going into the the start of the season last year. And granted, our offense took a slow slow start, but our defense took a very 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 long time to play at the expectations that it should have. And that shouldn't happen. I just, there's just something about it. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um, I think I should wrap it up because I gotta get ready for math still. But thanks as always for coming on. We'll try to do one more recapping the Super Bowl, and then I know you and I have already talked about getting a baseball one started. So. Um, it's,
1: it's... I'm going to bring this up because it's a week out. Is there a possibility we're doing one on an up-and-coming league that's starting next weekend?
0: I don't know on that. I am
1: not name-dropping said league because I honestly think we should do one on that league because we did do it when uh, previous ownership owned it.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I wouldn't mind doing it. It just depends um, with me starting my new job and uh, how the week goes and how it's looking. But, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed necessarily, but we'll be in touch on that.
1: Okay. I just thought I'd ask because it's a week out, and I was just curious.
0: All right. Well, thanks, as always, for coming on, Colton. Enjoyed the Super Bowl wherever you're watching it from, and uh, hopefully – Hopefully the Chiefs can win, uh just because I don't like Philadelphia. But uh if Hopefully. Philadelphia wins and I win a trophy, that's all okay. right. Hopefully and someone that does hope Kansas City wins.
1: Hopefully Kansas City wins by seventeen so I can get my third third ring.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> Take care, buddy.
1: Yep. Thank you for having me and have a wonderful time watching the Super Bowl.
0: I plan to, thanks. Yep. Bye. Bye. Well, that was Diggs a Distance Super Bowl Sunday edition. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, and hopefully you enjoyed the show. Have a wonderful Sunday, and enjoy the Super Bowl.